0: Oh my gosh, you guys, today at the coffee celebration, this is the most famous person I have ever met, true story. Um, I did meet Darth Vader in the mall in 1978, but nothing compares to the person on our episode today. So Maggie Leach is Miss Iowa's Outstanding Teen 2021, Miss America's Outstanding Teen 2021, She's a senior in high school. She's a thespian. She's a cheerleader, and she volunteers. And she doesn't sleep. Right? Okay. Nice. Right. I'm
1: Miss America's Outstanding Team, but I did go to Miss America's Outstanding.
0: Team. Oh, okay. Well, you should have won. Okay, fine. Um, okay. <laughs> so, tell me, how did you get start started with pageants, and? Um, you know, it's like a whole different world than I know, but I know it brings such confidence and accomplishment to so many young women. Tell me how you got started. So when I was little, I really looked up to my older brother
1: who was very competitive and very successful athlete. He did baseball hockey football I don't think that he had done track yet but he was really good at everything that he did and I wanted to be just like him so I started doing a ton of different sports trying to find something that I was good at so I did soccer gymnastics hockey dance just about anything you can name I tried it but I was never happy and I truly just couldn't find anything I was good at so I was driving home with my mom after dance class one day and I started to cry and I said, mom, I just want to be like Peyton, my brother. I want to be like him. I want to win medals. I want to be good at something. And a few days later, we got a letter in the mail inviting me to go to this pageant orientation. So my mom said that it would be a good idea for us to just go and see what it was all about. And I did. And I had a lot of fun with it. And so then I went and I uh, entered my first pageant. I made top 10 first time, which was exciting for me. And that kind of started me on that journey because that opened me up to a whole new world of different things I could try. It opened me up to public speaking, um, how to mature my talent, how to speak to others properly. So that's how I got started because I couldn't find anything I was good at. And through pageantry, that led me to uh, things like theater, which I'm very passionate about now, as you know, um, and still am to this day.
0: So how old were you when you started? I believe I was seven. Wow. Okay, because what is a pageant like when you're seven versus when you're a senior, you know, um, becoming Miss Outstanding, Miss Iowa Outstanding Teen? Like, what is the difference? Do you have the same sort of categories? How do they measure who wins, so to speak, I guess. So the ones that
1: I used to do, we call them like natural pageants. So it's not the glitz stuff that you see on TV. I would never, my parents would never have allowed me to do that. Um, So I was measured based off of like a personal introduction, a personal interview. So a lot of public speaking and just eloquency, which has helped me a lot now. Um, An evening gown walk and Oh, goodness. I think that that was about it when I was younger. Um, And then that transitioned me to more of the scholarship side, which is what the Miss America organization is all about. It's the largest scholarship provider for women in the United States which is crazy. Um, So what I do more now is based off of what you do outside of the competition, as well as inside the competition. So with Miss Iowa's Outstanding Teen and any local or national competition within the Miss America organization or MAO, you will have a personal interview, which makes up, I believe, 40% of your score. Mm -hmm. Uh... Yeah, you'll have the talent for, well, I think interviews 30 And then talent is 40. And then you have your personal fitness competition, which isn't swimsuit, isn't swimsuit like it used to be. But usually you'll just walk around in like um, a workout outfit, kind of talking about how you stay active and healthy, just because that is um, a big issue in our country right now. So it's important to just talk about that. And oh, goodness. After that, then you do your evening gown walk with an onstage question, just to see how you can handle yourself on the fly. So that's kind of how those things have differed. But then they also look at your service outside of the competition before you get there. So they will study you, they will look at your Instagram page, your Facebook page, you have to give them a list of all of your social media before you go. And they'll take a look at it to make sure that you are the person outside the competition that you say you are. So the person that you are, on paper that you say you are, basically. So for me, as you know, I post a lot of stuff about service and going out and helping my community, doing lots of stuff with theater. So making sure that they get to see that um, is really, really important to me. Um, so they will not quite judge you on that, but it's always helpful that they can see who you really are off, um, outside of the competition.
0: Didn't you start your own nonprofit or I like, started my own service yeah. program. Can you tell me more about that and when you started it?
1: Absolutely. So when I was eight years old, I was moving with my family from one house to another back when we lived in Minnesota. And within that time, we had to stay in an extended stay. And while we were there, there was no washer or dryer for us to wash our clothes. So we went to the closest laundromat. And while I was there, I met a lot of families that could only afford to wash their clothes once a month. Some had to choose between clean clothes and food on the table. Some had to choose between clean clothes and medical bills or other bills because this was right at the tail end of the recession. And luckily my I hadn't been exposed to a lot of this up until that point. So it was kind of, I mean, it, it really kind of rocked my world what it, it did because I had never really seen that before. So I told my mom that I wanted to do something about this. And we started just collecting little small bundles of laundry supplies and just some rolls of quarter, some rolls of quarters from family <laughs> donations. And then that fall, after we moved into our new home, we went back to that laundromat and we gave everybody there free laundry, laundry supplies and rolls of quarters. And there was one woman who came up to me. And she started to cry and she thought that she was on the TV show, Candid Camera. And I said, no, 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 this is like a real thing. And she said that it was the nicest thing anyone had ever done for her. And laundry should never be the nicest thing that anyone ever does for you. So I think it was because of her and that message that she gave to me that, can, that I continued with my program that is now Operation Share the Load. So every year since then, this was my 10th year this fall, I have collected laundry supplies and rolls of quarters through family and friends donations, as well as the GoFundMe site. And I have worked with several 501c3 organizations across the Midwest. I've received uh, um, donations for supplies internationally, and I've won two national service awards, one of which I received $10,000 that I could give to a charity of my choice. So I gave it to the 501c3 I was working with at the time, which was 360 Communities. And I was working with their Battered Women's Shelter. So that when the women came out of the home, they could have something with them on their first day out.
0: And you're 18, right? I'm still 17. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I feel like a rock star that I showered today. Oh my God. Um, So the pageant organization looks at that. They see that here, Mm -hmm. this fabulous young woman, Maggie Leach, has created an organization and ran with it for 10 years and you have continued success. And then when you, when it changed from more of um, when you were six, seven or seven and eight as you first started out and it becomes more of the talent, how did you discover your talent? I mean, is that a weird question? Like- No, 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 that's an okay. a good
1: question. Right. So- Like I said, through pageantry that opened me up to a whole new world of possibilities, one of which was theater. And if you had ever told me that I was going to speak in public before that, I would have laughed in your face and ran away. (laughs) Uh, So, one of the things that my mom did to prepare me for competitions, uh, specifically ones for the personal introduction category, we would go into a Starbucks or walk down the street. And if I saw a stranger, she said, okay, go up and do your personal introduction for them. So, you know, I would tap them on the shoulder, say, hi, can I do my personal intro for you? And they had no idea what I was talking about, but that's how I got comfortable talking in front of strangers. And I ended up scoring very well in personal introduction, which led me then to theater. So backtracking now on track, (laughs) I, I, was a huge fan of the arts it got me comfortable being on stage it got me comfortable with comedy and really expressing myself and that opened me up to what a lot of my talents were for a long time before singing I did monologues for a long time just because I think that it showcased a lot of my humor very well um And I think when a lot of people hear that others do monologues for their talent, it must be like, oh, well, she can't sing. She can't dance. She can't play an instrument, which is not true. I think having a spoken word message is just as powerful as doing a song or doing a really beautiful lyrical or jazz dance. So that's what one of my first talents was. But then this year, I was not planning on competing at all whatsoever. And then um, I... Somebody reached out to me and they said, would you please compete in our local competition for Miss Iowa's outstanding team? So I did. And then I won my local competition. And I told my mom that if I won, I would finally sing for a competition, which I had sworn I will never do that for a competition. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> and then
1: I here I am and I was about to do that. And if it weren't for my early beginning in pageantry, it wouldn't have led me to theater, which wouldn't have opened me up to the world of like Broadway and singing. So because of that early beginning and that opening me up to that world of possibilities, it led me to then singing at the Adler Center at, in Iowa. And then that led me to singing on a national level in Orlando, Florida.
0: Because you won and didn't you win and now you're competing internationally as a thespian? Was that one of the awards? (laughs) So that's a separate
1: thing. So I went to Nationals. Uh, At Nationals, I was a top eight qualifier, I was a top eight finalist for the Teens in Action Scholarship. And that's as far as I got at Nationals. But one of the things that I do as a part of my school is uh, thespians and speech. So Iowa has one of the oldest speech programs in the country, and I had never been to Iowa Thespian Festival this year, and I said, well, it's my senior year. I really want to go, and (laughs) the festival was a whole week after my opening night of my play, which went very well. I had a lot of fun with it, but then I realized, oh, I have to learn an entire monologue in a week. And I there were some tears because I'm the president of my troop. another thing that, you know, keeps me awake all the time, all all day, (laughs) all all day, all the time, and I said well I don't want to let my troop down yada, yada, yada. And my mom said, you're not going to, you should just go in and have fun. So I went in with that mindset and I went into the opening ceremony where we watched some performers. And I thought in my head, you know what, I'm not going to walk away with an award today, but that's okay. I'm going to go in and I'm going to have fun because it's my senior year and I deserve that. And then I ended up placing third overall. And then I qualified for the international competition, which will be happening later this summer. And when I told you I flipped out. I mean, I was crying. I was laughing. I was just hysterical because I could not believe that that had happened. And I called my mom and I said, mom, I just qualified for internationals. And she's like, well, I'm not surprised. And I said, how are you not surprised? I was shocked because I I had learned this in in a week and I, I couldn't believe it. But, you know, I think having her to support me along the way helped quite a bit.
0: Oh my goodness. And you're also a cheerleader, right?
1: Yes, I am. I'm where you're, where we're talking right now behind me is just this wall of bows.
0: Oh, wow. So how long have you been a cheerleader in addition to everything else that you do? (laughs) I
1: have been cheerleading since my freshman year of high school. I remember when I moved here, I said, I'm not going to be a cheerleader. I don't know. I just don't think that that's for me. Mm, I don't know. And then I tried out, I didn't make the football cheerleading squad my first year, but then I tried out for basketball and I practiced really, really hard and I made squad and I started out as a flyer because I think my freshman year I was only 4'10". So that worked out pretty well.
0: So you're the one they flip in the air? Yes, that would be me. <laughs>
1: And I've been doing it ever since. So I've been, and then my sophomore year, I did football and basketball cheerleading. And then my junior and senior year, I just did football cheerleading just because I got so busy with everything else.
0: So you're doing this all with pageants too, right? Mm -hmm. So as a parent, um, and maybe, I don't know how, how to ask this, um, Nicely, but like, how, how do you afford this? Like, is there like, because I see the gowns you've been wearing and they're absolutely stunning. And the other women that are in the pictures with you, they're absolutely stunning. Your makeup is phenomenal. Your hair is gorgeous. I'm just like, I understand the components that go into the competitive piece but then what goes into how you present yourself and how do you afford that? Is that okay to ask? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So my family,
1: we, my mom has instilled in me in a young age that, you know, buying all of the fancy clothes doesn't buy you a title. It doesn't buy you friends. And so for a lot of my wardrobe, if you didn't know, it's all upcycled we get off of ebay they get off of facebook real sales sites and my mom is um we call her macgyver she calls herself macgyver every once in a while i'll call her macgyver so she will go on facebook resale sites which if you have not checked those out you need to and she'll find a dress that is five years old from like giovanni or sherry hill which are really really expensive designers but After a few years, they decrease in value. So we get them really cheap. And then she will add stones to it herself, or she will add straps to it herself. She'll take the skirt off of another dress and put it on this one, and she'll sew it herself. So that's how we come up with really unique looks, um, just by looking in the resale sites, going on eBay and mixing and matching pieces is how we do it. And then as for my hair and makeup, I didn't start doing really makeup until eighth grade and hair she had always done my hair I don't think we ever paid somebody to do my hair and makeup for a pageant I think I can only count on hand on two occasions any other time I taught myself I taught myself how to do my hair for everything this year and I think that that teaches you a lot because you can get your hair and makeup done by a professional, which is great because they're really good at your job. But I think it also teaches you a lot of time management skills as well. And a lot of, you know, you're not always going to have those resources. So it prepares you for life, which has been really great. And makeup wise, I get a lot of my makeup from Walmart too, because they have good products and I have no problem with that, you know? So that's, That's to answer your question. And also with my wardrobe this year for Miss Iowa's Outstanding Team, they give you a wardrobe allowance, which is very, very generous. So that comes partially from some of the sponsors. But like I said, I'd say about 90% of my clothing, uh, like that's not a part of that fund, comes from Facebook resale sites and eBay or we trade clothes with other friends that are in competitions and it's very, very nice of them. So that's how we afford that because we, I don't think that we've ever bought a brand new dress for a competition.
0: That's just not who we are. So, okay, so I'm envisioning in my head, you say there's all these different aspects of the competition. So when you're backstage, are you like reapplying makeup? Are you spritzing your hair more? Like what is the, what does backstage look like? Right.
1: So backstage, let's see. For nationals this year, I did a ponytail, which was very helpful. Let me tell you, I don't think I had to touch that all day. I think I just had to spritz a couple flyaways. Um, But usually if I do have my hair down, there is a lot of recurling. That goes on just for all of the girls in the dressing room. A lot of spritzing. I'd say the inhalation of hairspray throughout the week is just, (laughs) the the CDC would be very mad if they just knew how much was going into the lungs. Um, A little bit of application of makeup, just some retouching, of course, for this stage, but... um, I'd say the atmosphere backstage is very, very good. I don't think I've ever had an experience where people are super catty with each other or anything. You really make a family back there, which is great. I think some of my fondest memories from competitions have been the conversations that we have back there.
0: Is it like a quick turnover? Do you have like your own spot? Do you run back and you like switch mm-hmm. everything and then you have to run back out? Yep,
1: that is exactly how it is. You have usually, if it's a state competition, they'll give you your backstage area with your desk where you can put your makeup in your clothes. And then it's a dead sprint to change, help everybody get zipped up, and then run back out and go do that. And then run
0: back, go get changed into your next thing, and then go again. You look so poised. It's like you don't look like you were running a marathon back there. I mean, you just like immediately, I mean, there's no sweat, there's nothing. It's like magic. Usually we we run really
1: fast. We can give ourselves a breather, but there are long lines of people as well. So that gives us a moment to kind of catch our breath, which is good.
0: Oh my gosh. And you're not eating at all during this time, right? Sometimes if
1: I can pack some almonds in my bag during this time, I will. A lot of girls do pack snacks, like just dry goods. We'll put them in there. Do we have an opportunity to eat them when we're quick changing? Not really, but intermission is our friend. Let me tell you, intermission is our friend.
0: Oh my gosh, so how many pageants do you think you've been in? Oh gosh, Um, maybe
1: 20 or less.
0: And do you get a crown at each one?
1: If you win them, I have not won every single one which is totally fine. I think that that teaches you a lot of life skills, but yes, if you do, and you do get to have the crown and you get to keep it because I know that that's a misconception. A lot of people think when you yeah. give up your crown, you're not actually taking it off your head and giving it to the next person. I think that that would just be a lot of germs and that would get broken very easily, um, but no, you get to keep it. And then when you crown your successor, you get them a new crown and you put it on their head. Is it heavy? Some of them are, I'd say my heaviest one when I won a national competition, when I was in fifth grade, it went all the way around my head and it was very tall and it was like golden purple. That one I'd say was very heavy.
0: Oh my gosh. And so when they're putting it on, are there combs that go in? Like how do you balance it on your head? So the one that I have now, it's an all around one. So it's like a circle,
1: but then they put rubber bands or not rubber bands, like elastic bands on the inside. So it's like a cross on there. And then you can put bobby pins in there to clip it to your head. Oh my gosh.
0: So, how are you balancing school and all of this? Like, how do you do that? And it is all about
1: time management. My mom and I read this book together um, by Valerie Burton. And it's Yay! all. Yes, we with love her. Her. Yes. <laughs> And I forget what it's called, but it's all about managing your time and how to communicate with other people. So I know this year because I'm also in show choir. I know another thing to add to the list. Oh um, I'm in a lot of activities which I love, but it's very time consuming and just there's a lot of cross. No, there hasn't been as much crossover as I was expecting. But when there is, I think communicating with those people and saying, okay, I have this. Can I leave early from this? What can I do to make up this test? What can I do to make up this choreography? It's all about communication because people can't get mad at you if you communicate a week, two weeks ahead of time. If it's a day or three days ahead of time, that's a different story. So that's how I manage it. And then also talking with my parents and they know when I'm really overwhelmed and they do as much as they can for me in those moments. So if that's when I come home and they have dinner prepared for me or if I come home and they have like a cup of coffee waiting for me to get the rest of my work done that's what they do for me which I really appreciate
0: so how have you like have you decided on a college what are your next steps for next year
1: actually yes I have I have something waiting I have something right here I'll just hold it up Alabama Alabama yes oh my gosh you're going there I am going there. Isn't that hot? (laughs) It is hot. You know, I've lived in the Midwest my whole life. So it's going to be a shift. It's going to be a shift. I mean, Midwestern summers, I'll be used to it down there,
0: but the winter there, oh, that's going to be interesting for me. So what, what was it about Alabama that, um, is it UAB that you're going to wait? The university of Alabama. Okay. So one of my friends is actually the Um, Vice President of Student Affairs there. So we'll get you connected. Yay, Patricia! Anyway, so what was it that led you to make a decision to to, to go to that college? So through the Miss America organization,
1: like I said, they're the largest scholarship provider in the United States for women. They provided me with a full tuition scholarship to the University of Alabama. Now, it wasn't just about the tuition cost. I went down and visited because I, and when I did that, I wanted it to keep all of the finances out of my head. So if I didn't like it, I didn't like it. I wanted to make that clear in my own head. But when I went there, now I, this is so, this is kind of funny. Every college visit I've been on, it's been kind of cloudy in the sky. And just rainy and gross. And when I got there, it was kind of rainy. But when we got off the bus and we walked around, the skies opened up and it started shining. And it was a beautiful day after that. Um, and they have a fantastic news media program, which is what I want to go into. I want to be a news anchor someday. (laughs) So they have a fantastic program there, and I really just connected with it. I love the facilities. The people there were wonderful, and just walking around there, I felt like I could have a home there. So that's what I really loved about it.
0: That's amazing. Oh my gosh. So I know you know this, that I went to high school with your mom, And we were in band together. (laughs) Oh, what instrument did you play? French horn. And um, absolutely. And uh, we are so grateful there was no internet back then um, because we had some scandal going to Mazatlan and some other things. Um, But I know how devoted and special your mom is. And I don't know how, how did she balance being this gifted teacher that she is and supporting your dream. Like, was she at every competition? Is it only on weekends? Like, I mean, it's a whole family investment and your brother was in football and all that too, right? So there's a lot of different moving parts. And so as a family was one parent with your brother and and your mom with you was, I mean, that's a lot of navigation.
1: It was a lot of navigation. And now that you bring that up, I kind of realize how crazy awesome my mom is. She is. Uh, She's amazing. I'll, I'll have to go downstairs and tell her that when we're done, because I just now thought about that there. I would say with my brother and I with sports, there wasn't a ton of overlap, which was good. So I would go to a lot of his sports things. But for me, she was at every single one of his competitions, pretty sure. And she was at every single one of mine, every single one of mine. She was with me and she helped console me, helped kind of walk me through what my day was going to be like. And of course, she's a wonderful, wonderful teacher. I have heard that from, I think every single person that has been, that has had a kid in her class. They just always tell me, you know, your mom is amazing, which she is. And I know when I get home, she likes to have her quiet time, which being around preschoolers all day, I completely understand. So we'll get home and she'll put on her comfy clothes and she'll say, okay, you go upstairs, you go do your own thing. I need to be alone for like two hours. And I'm like, okay. You have that time because she deserves that time. So I think that's kind of how she handles it. She just needs her alone time with her like murder mystery up on the TV or her cheesy Lifetime movie on the TV. That's what she does. Yeah.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So that's kind of how she handles it. Um, But yeah, I don't, I think other than that, I don't really know how she does it. She, I think she's like the Stretch Armstrong doll. You know what I'm Mm talking about? She has her hands and a ton of different places and she's just doing it all at once so she's amazing amazing.
0: absolutely so are you when do you graduate so to speak from pageantry like are you done now or do you go to Miss America like how does that go do you have to do you have to compete for Miss Iowa like I yes. don't know the so,
1: I'll get into this so the Miss Iowa's Outstanding Teen is the teen or I should say The Miss America's Outstanding Teen program is the Teen to Miss America. So they're owned by Miss America. They're owned by the same thing. So I technically got to go to like the Teen Miss America this summer and compete, which was so much fun. I had just a blast there. It was a lot. It was tiring. It was stressful. It was happy, sad. It was everything all at once, but I kind of loved it at the same point. So I have to finish up my year as Miss Iowa's Outstanding Teen which then I will crown the 2022 Miss Iowa's Outstanding Team in June, mid-early June. Then I will be all done. I will go to college, you know, and then I can, from there, decide if I would like to compete again, and I can compete in another system, but honestly, I would want to stick with the Miss America organization because- for women that are in college, they provide scholarships that people can use towards their college or towards student loans if they're already graduated, which amazing. I seen it's fantastic. I know my Miss Miss Iowa, Gracelyn Keller, she said the scholarships that she got just from the Miss Iowa program cut down a third of her um, student loans a whole third. It is crazy. And she went to the University of Iowa, which is a fantastic school, it is. but I know that it is expensive as well. So I, I was talking to my mom. I was like, I kind of want to retire. I've said that I've wanted to retire about four or five times. None of them have been true when I said it. <laughs> um, but I think I would like to compete for Miss Iowa someday which is a little bit different than the team program. So it would be onstage question, and on-stage interview, a social impact initiative pitch because they no longer do swimsuit because they want to focus more on that scholarship side, the public speaking, which I think is fantastic. I love that they have made that shift. Um, talent and then personal interview. So a lot of the same, ideas that I had when I was younger along with some new ideas as well the social impact pitch is really like a personal introduction which luckily I've done before so I would love to compete for Miss Iowa my first year out of college so if I could be Miss Iowa like 2026 that would be the goal but we'll see where life takes me who knows is
0: there like an age limit like do you have to be under 25 or something like that I believe they extended it to 26. Okay. Yes. That is amazing. Are you so you're going to Alabama not knowing anybody? That's actually not true. Oh my gosh, Wendy. Okay, tell me a little. Well, something. Who do you know that's provide, going?
1: Well, because they provide this scholarship to all
0: 51
1: candidates in my class and in previous classes, I believe they will continue this scholarship for several more years. So I'd say. There are about 20 girls from my class that I know that I met this summer and then I got to see at Miss America uh, two weeks ago when I went um, that are also going to the University of Alabama. So I know myself, um, another person from Iowa that I know who is a former Miss Iowa's Outstanding Teen, who is taking the scholarship, um, Miss Pennsylvania, Miss Mississippi, Miss Maine, Miss Maryland, Miss Florida, Miss North Carolina. Um Those are at least eight people that I will know that are there.
0: Are you going to be a roommate with one of
1: them? I don't think so. I think I'm going to try the date your roommate app sort of thing. Um, Just because I think I've heard a lot of horror stories about people that go in as friends that are roommates and then they completely they separate and they never talk ever again. I'm like, yeah. I don't want that to happen. So I'm gonna have a stranger that I'm gonna meet, but also because my mom met uh, Ryan, my godmother in college who, um, and they were roommates and now she's my godmother. I kinda wanna make that new best friend that hopefully will be my uh, my kid's godmother
0: someday, so. Oh my gosh, I love this so much. Oh my goodness. So um, tell me what kind of advice you would give to other young women who are trying to find what they're good at, because I heard what you said at the beginning—you were trying to follow in your brother's footsteps, you were trying to find your place—and there are even adults still trying to find their place. What would what advice would you give to individuals who are still trying to find that connection? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'd say it doesn't happen in a day. It does not, for sure. It took me a long time to find the arts, to find the things that I'm in now. So you're going to have to shop around a little bit, which is fun, but sometimes it's not because you feel like you found your niche and then, you know, it just doesn't work out. So it'll take time. But I'd say you also just have to be yourself. I know everyone says that all the time. Just be yourself. But it's true. I went in thinking that I wanted to be just like my brother. He was in hockey. So I went out for hockey. And I, I love ice skating. Don't get me wrong. I hated getting up early on Saturdays to go to games. Oh, my goodness. I did not like that at all. And well, I really-
0: and that's and it's so heavy. You probably had just as much like, um, what are they called? Pads and everything as mm-hmm. much as you weigh, right? So you're yeah. skating with like twice your body weight. Oh, my yeah. gosh
1: oh my gosh, I feel like maybe figure skating would have been more my thing just because I like skating. But I went in with the idea that I wanted to be like him. So I tried his activities and not thinking about, well, what would benefit me? What do I like? And because I hadn't found that yet, it was really hard for me to find what I was good at. So shop around, find what things you like. You know, if you really like reading or you love doing literary analysis type thing, start a book club. Start like a Facebook group talking about new books, that sort of thing. Find the little things that you're good at and then look at the bigger picture. Like for me, I love what pageants do for other people, they give back to other people. So, what I did with that, then I created my program and that I've had for 10 years at this point. And I've met so many different people through it. So, take a small thing that you like that you love being yourself and then look at the bigger picture through that.
0: That would be my advice. You are wise beyond your years. You know that, right? Absolutely. (laughs) I'm sure you get that all the time because you are very eloquent. You are extremely poised. And um, I have no doubt that you will have continued success in whatever you choose to do. And I can't wait to see you on the news and then I can say, oh, my gosh, I knew her when. And I'll get your autographed and I'll sell it and I'll retire and it'll be amazing. Yay. That's right. Oh, my gosh, Maggie. Thank you so much for taking this time to meet with me. Um, I love your mom. Uh, and she and I have some really great memories. Please don't ask her to tell all of them because <laughs> we were a little a little sketchy in high school, but well, um,
1: you are lucky because she lost her voice this morning. So she must have
0: known, she must have known that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. So nothing will be disclosed. I love that so much, but Maggie, you really are a delight and I wish you continued success. And, um, I've loved seeing you grow up through Facebook and your mom sharing all of your successes and you're a beautiful young woman. And so, Thank you so much for taking this time to let me showcase you on the coffee celebration. I'm really grateful. Well, thank you for
1: having me today. My mom speaks very highly of you and what you do for other people. So I'm glad we
0: could sit down and have a conversation. Okay, so we'll definitely plan for another one once you become very successful. Well, not once you become successful, as your success continues to blossom. How's that? Sounds good? All right. Have a great day. Thank you so much you know, yeah. Bye.